Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. What's up, everybody? I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And welcome to episode 36, calling this one 2019, because we're so original. Hell yeah, we are. (laughs) It's the start of 2019, (laughs) and uh, we wish everybody a happy new year. We hope the year has started off as good for you as it hasn't for me. (laughs) <laughs> but no, no it's been fine man hey sometimes in life you know things work out sometimes they don't but i'm I, i'm remaining positive this year lady oh yeah me too me too i, I mean i'm not letting the man drag me down you can't let the man drag you down <laughs> you're who is the man the man it's the man <laughs> i want to i want to i want to know that man i mean i don't know i am find that I'm, man and punch him in the throat yeah, for trying to drag me down all the damn time <laughs> But guys, uh, it's good to be back. This is the one starting off the year, and uh, as my ringtone on my cell phone is ridiculously loud in the <laughs> background, Jesus, I need to turn that down. But we got a lot to go over. We got a long show ahead of us. A lot of the changes, uh, as you probably may have heard the intro. I think me and Letty, you know, we might experiment. We might throw some new ones up here and there. But we kind of like that little funky groove there oh, yeah it's got that nice bass line with them drums in it oh yeah. man i liked it yeah i mean unless something else like we i might take that one try to work work more with it and you know who knows man if we find something else that jumps out at us hey if one of you guys maybe want to send us something definitely uh send us something our way at the uh, ready set show podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear it oh yeah definitely lady i kind of want to start off dude i was watching the nfl wild card playoffs happened this weekend now they were so insane we got to talk about this so as you know my team was asked this year on, <laughs> in the nfl and college but your team and as far as the nfl goes and uh and in college oh, yeah. dominated oh, yeah. you're really in, good you're in most team but the, the cowboys were in the playoffs and man i'm gonna tell you they played the seahawks so we'll go ahead and start there. They end up uh, winning the game 24-22. to Dak Prescott comes up big, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, with the weird after-the-show interview where he <laughs> says Dak Prescott played like a, and I quote, a grown-ass man. <laughs> a grown-ass uh, That's man. what he said, like on live TV. It was hilarious. <laughs> so uh, Ezekiel Elliott had 26 carries, 137 yards, one touchdown. Uh, and man, I'm telling you, I, though Russell Wilson for Seattle played well, it was a back and forth game. I mean, at first, a lot of it was defense. And man, I'm telling you, it, it was just all around a hell of a game keep seeing the highlights and the yeah. you know suggestions i'm like all right well hell i'm gonna see who else played by the way did you catch the cowboys game no i didn't get to catch anything i had a hell of a weekend <laughs> i figured mo would have uh you know text you so the cowboys are uh that that would have put them at 10 and 6 they're 7 and 1 at home seattle ends their season 10 and 6 hey look the bottom line if you lose like that it sucks ass but man you can't say you didn't put your heart on the field oh yeah when you have back and forth games like that i mean you know that they they were there to play they were there to win and you're damn right i mean there's always going to be someone someone's going to come out on top and i mean not everybody always gets it someone has to lose yeah someone has to lose 
I remember, I don't know if the NFL still does this, but there was a point in time you could tie. Like, do you know how pissed off I would be? Oh, yeah, a draw. Oh, yeah, I've seen them before. There, there's no there's no participation trophy, man. Yeah, exactly. Then I go over here, and I'm checking out the Chargers and the Ravens. Now, keep in mind, man, I when it comes to NFL, I haven't really been keeping up. I guess I was just, you know, butthurt that my team sucked. I ain't going to watch this anymore. My, <laughs> yeah. team, my team's doing bad. And no, that's not why scraps we scrap sports junkies. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Or maybe. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but uh, this Chargers-Ravens game, I'm telling you, Lamar Jackson, who, uh, you know, he come from Louisville, who shredded my Seminoles when he would play for Louisville. This guy, unbelievable. He can run the ball, pass the ball. You know, a, a lot of people say, oh, these running quarterbacks, when they go in the NFL, they get their ass whipped. A lot of them do, though, yeah. in their defense. But, well, Lamar Jackson, he's one of those exceptions, like Michael Vick. Yeah. He's an exception to the rule. But, uh, fortunately, his Ravens do come up short uh, against the Chargers. And this was another defensive game. I was like, is this going to be like a five field goal? Because I think the Chargers actually, I don't know if they hit four or five field goals. And then I think they finally scored. And I was just like, damn. And, dude, the Ravens, I bet you they didn't move the ball on their half of the field till probably like damn. the third quarter. Damn. Yeah, dude, they were shutting them down. So the Chargers win that one 23-17. The Ravens in the year 10-6. and six. Chargers still 12-4. and four. Now, this game right here, well, let me save that one for last, actually. So we go to the Colts and the Texans. And, you know, I used to you know, be a Colts fan. and Yeah, I used to be a Colts fan, too. Yeah, uh, I, I like the Colts. But uh, they played the Texans. And uh, the Colts, man, I'm telling you, they play, they were on fire. This one was probably the only game that wasn't really close. And it was uh, Colts win 21-7 to over the Texans. And, man, both of these teams right here were stacked. I thought this would be another close one, and, man, the Colts just pretty much dominated. Look, the Texans didn't even score their seven points to the fourth quarter. Damn. And that was probably and, – and a lot of analysts were sitting there saying the Colts pretty much had this one won before yeah. the second half. So, But this game right here, I, we had the Bears. Now, keep in mind, they were 12-4, and four, and they're in the damn wild card, you yeah. know. And then you had the Eagles – Taking, they were the former Super Bowl champions. This game, look here, the Eagles win sixteen to fifteen. This Holy was shit. this was the defensive game as you could get. Oh yeah, you can tell. Philadelphia drives down, they score. It's sixteen to fifteen. The Bears, I think, had a minute, like a minute and one second left on the clock to score or get a field goal. They drive down, they get in field goal range. Dude hits the upright, misses oh, the field goal. Man. Oh my God! And now the Bears oh, haven't been to the playoffs in forever, and they had a stacked team. And man, you know that guy. I mean, if you're a, if you're a Bears fan, you're throwing your guts oh, up yeah, right now. Yeah, you're sitting there. You're just like, what the fuck? I don't know. I had to talk about it. They were just so exciting because usually with the NFL, it's like you'll get one of them games out of four yeah you know and it was just crazy to see the wild card rounds that exciting let's hope that the rest of the playoffs are that cool oh yeah definitely at least your cowboys are moving oh, yeah, on oh, man yeah, they're moving on man they're moving on i know mo and ben are fucking excited over it. they were talking about it yeah uh, oh yeah a couple days ago i think 
Yeah, man, it, it, it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, tonight is the National College Football Championship, Alabama and Clemson. Who really cares? I, I hope next year, man, that's really what I hope for this year college-wise is I, I just want some other I, – I, it wouldn't make me mad if neither one of them teams even made the playoffs. Yeah. I, I want to see four new teams make it in. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice for a change because, I mean, even – I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and I seen a, I seen a meme. It was like it's – it's like, here Alabama is. The only thing they want to be number one is is college football. And I'm like, that's the yeah. fucking truth. Yep. I mean, but you can't, you don't want to sound like a hater, but it, it just, it gets it, it old. It gets old. It really does. It sucks. But I mean, hey, props to them. Letty, who are you shouting out this week? My shout outs this week, uh, as always, number one's always Ruby. Uh, we had a, I had little hiccups on her birthday, but I got to spend some time with her. She had a great time. Uh, she got to open up her, one of her presents I got her, which I got her a set of books and as soon as she's saying it she's immediate mom i want to read the first one so yeah. she got to enjoy that got to give a shout out to my friends and family uh, that listen to this and always been there i mean family will fuck you over quicker than what you think and i mean i got a story for y'all later about that but i mean for y'all who don't know my friends that i consider family appreciate y'all dt damn great guy over here i gotta give a shout out to him and all you listeners man i mean thank y'all for listening all the support we love y'all we hope you enjoy the show as much as we do creating it for y'all so that was my shout out to dt who you got uh me i gotta thank my family and though we struggle man we got dang do we struggle but hey man they're always there to kind of lift you up when you get down yeah there's times i get a little down you know and it's always nice you guys and my family there to 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 be by my side and just keep your head up you know let you know hey man shit happens don't cry about it move on make it better you know oh yeah gotta thank letty co-host of the year hands down and then we got to thank drama though she is m.i.a in life (laughs) uh we hope she's doing well oh yeah and we haven't heard from her hopefully we'll hear from her here soon we hope she's doing well but guys if you got a small business you're just starting a business or if you feel like the business you're with as far as your online marketing needs they're overcharging you well i got i got something for you you definitely got to check out and i think it'll help you head on over to socialpoint24.com drama brian has a lot of great packages she's fair priced she will build you the best website find you the best ways create backlinks for your business so that way when people go to google type it in you're going to be one of the first ones there people see she will get your name out there she works hard monday through saturday i mean let's listen to kinsley she she knows she's excited and drama's a hard worker and i promise you guys you will not be disappointed if you need to speak with her further hit her at her gmail at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com and as always we thank you drama and we hope you're doing well and hit us up you know your old friends at the ready set show <laughs> podcast nah. and gotta thank kellen keller the man that all inspired me to get this podcast rolling and uh lastly we gotta thank the listeners man you know hey we're small now but you guys have been great you've you've been there with us from the start and we can't thank you enough and no matter if we stay this stay small for years or we get big we'll never forget you guys we thank you so much all right letty on the real talk real talk
we got a little something serious, guys, you know, and this is something I myself have struggled with and uh, a lot of people that I know. And, uh, you know, this is something I really wanted to talk about. And due to a story Letty is about to share, I kind of felt like it was something I always wanted to talk about on the show, just kind of waiting for the right yeah. time. And though this, for, for me personally, this is a sensitive subject, but, you know, for a lot of people, you know, they're, they they get angry at this type of behavior and... and whether you've you've been down this road or you haven't, you know, I, I think we have all experienced this in one way or another. But today we're going to talk drug addiction. Uh, this is something I, I know for the United States, probably all over the world, is a huge problem. The quote-unquote war on drugs that is a war that, quite frankly, will never end. Yeah, and I don't think it'll ever stop. No, um, but let it go ahead and start with your story and then we'll just kind of segue from that all right well um one thing that inspired us to talk about this is uh earlier in the week well earlier last week and it was on it honestly it was on my it was on my daughter's birthday it's the reason why it stuck with me and pissed me off so much i got a call from my dad saying that um i had to go over to my uncle's house so i'm sitting here and i'm you know asking my dad like what's going on well apparently my uncle was holding my uncle and his crack whore of a damn uh, girlfriend, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, was not letting my nanny get her stuff, and in her stuff included her her dog, which was her pet, uh, her mother's ashes, and my papa's ashes, all over what they accused her of stealing money. And when came to find out, all it was over was some drug money that they needed because they had went ahead and spent their money the week before on on drugs, and all this happened on my daughter's birthday and it pissed me off so bad that I mean I was I was ready to you know just go over there and whoop everyone's ass so I went over to my uncle's house we get there and we're waiting my nanny was in Johnson City so I was waiting there a couple hours and in the midst of all this my dad's talked to the owner of the well the, the dude who ran the apartment complex um, I had to have my daughter's dad come and get her because you know I didn't want her around any of that and when I go get my nanny, I'm sitting there talking to her, trying to figure out what's all going on. And she tells me the same story. They're accusing her of stealing money. They won't let her have her stuff. Well, we, we get up we get up to the room. We knock. Well, I'm guessing they're thinking it's just my nanny because my nanny's hard of hearing. So she's sitting there. She's knocking on the door. She goes, Josh, I want my stuff. And you hear, you hear the three dogs in there going nuts. And then all of a sudden, she knocks again. And you hear him really low go tell the dogs to shut up. Well, me, I'm already pissed at this moment. So I come up there, I'm beating on that door, and I just I just yell. I look at my dad, I'm like, fuck it, call the cops. Well, then he, that's when he finally decides to open the door whenever, you know, we mention the cops. And he's like, we don't need them up here. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah. So my nanny busts in the door. She opens up the closet or stuff and starts slinging it. And, I'll, and while this is going on, there's like these two strung out people on the damn couch. One of them just standing there looking at me run to the ba- uh, to the bedroom where Katie's at because my nanny went back there because I'm not going to let her go in alone. I, I mean, she's 61 years old and hard of hearing, so who knows what the hell they'll try to do. I mean, it's bad that I got to think that my own uncle had to do all this shit. And in the midst of all this arguing, she's sitting here claiming that my nanny owed her like $230 and it went down to 103 for Suboxins. 
She clearly stated it was for Suboxone's why she needed the money. And then the story changed literally two minutes later to, I need $260 for my rent or we're getting kicked out. My nanny's sitting there just looking at him like, I don't owe you guys a fucking thing. And I'm just like, get him, nanny. Well, (laughs) we get outside and because he went to go get the urn. And I found out that the urn was outside. And then when I found that out, I told him, I was like, I swear if Papa's outside, I'm going to kick someone in the throat. Well, he looks at me and he, you know, tries to buck up on me. I mean, my uncle, yeah, he's in he's in his 30s, but he's only 5'2". I could easily kick him in the throat, and that's exactly what I told everybody there. And he's looking at me, he's like, you think you're better than me and all this? And I straight up called him out. I was like, Josh, you're a junkie. And he just looked at me. You know, I was waiting for him to say something because I wanted to deck him so bad. But, you know, I mean, didn't, I didn't you know, I already had a bell bond lined up and everything. I was I was ready in case worse came to worse and finally all this happened. He goes behind the uh, he goes behind the apartment, picks it up. It's in a trash bag. Yeah. He, he put it in a trash bag and sets it on my car and he goes, "I have nothing to do with this family again." And all over drug money. Yeah. Cuz he was he was strung out. You could tell he was strung out. Uh and I mean do you know what he's strung out on? Uh, I know he does. I know he does suboxins, and I know he does meth. <laughs> it's probably uh, the meth, yeah. Yeah, and I've I've heard he, I've heard he's shot up some heroin here too, but just shit like that. Because I told him, I sent him a message, and I basically told him, you know, how much of a piece of shit he was for doing this. Papa would never let it slide in a million years. His ass would have been laid down, probably in the hospital, barely breathing, if Papa was still here, and this shit would have happened. And, um, you know, I mean, he got his kids taken away because of the same bitch he was with that he's still with all over basically the same thing. And, I mean, drugs will do that to you. I told him he used to be my favorite uncle, and now I don't claim him because he done this to Nanny. Because, I mean, she's done been through a lot in the past year, and he had to go off and do this, and I told him never to associate with the family again. I hate to be be that way to him because, like I said, he was my favorite uncle. He's the one that got me into metal we always played Resident Evil on like our sc- on my school nights until four in the morning together, and I mean, you know, he was always the fun uncle to be with. But well, you know, that's the power of addiction, lady. It's unfortunate, and I hate to hear that. And I, I'm glad everything finally did get resolved. But a lot of people, I know, admitting you have a problem is the first step. But guys, I, I was I was addicted to pills. Uh, I'm gonna say. I don't know, 10 years, 10 plus years, maybe, maybe give or take a little less. So I know what it's like, man. I mean, I know because you feel like even though you're in the wrong, you're causing all the hurt, you're bringing everything on yourself in your mind somehow that because these people aren't dropping what they're doing and helping you, they're the problem. Yeah. And that, that, that's the way addiction is, and it's a powerful thing, and it's something I'm so glad, and I thank God every day that I made it out of. A lot of people that I know, friends, family, they aren't yeah. here today to be talking on this podcast or to tell their story. It took a lot of people. Greenville used to be such a laid-back, just cool town. Yeah, the drugs were here, but, but when them pain pills hit here— yeah it turned this town upside down it really did and addiction is powerful man and it could take the nicest most cool person the the high school prom king queen and turn them into just somebody that you never thought they would be man i mean it, i've seen it take 
ruined 15, 16 year marriages. I've seen it take, you know, just beautiful girls and guys that were the popular dude in high school and just ruin them. Oh yeah, I've seen it too. And I mean, I back whenever um, Ruby's dad left me the first time, I ain't gonna lie, I, I struggled with alcohol addiction a little bit. I mean, I was only 19, but I would sit there and I would have people buy me three bottles of vodka a week and I'd be drinking it myself. I was working day shift. I couldn't go to work without two shots of vodka in my system. Yeah. And I was I was like that for about a year, year and a half. And the one thing that made me realize that, you know, I needed to cut down on my alcohol intake was one of my friends looked at me and her New Year's resolution was for me to be three months sober. Dang. And that's, yeah. when I, that's when I realized I need to cut back. I, I, I don't want to go down this road. Uh, addiction's always been in my family. I mean, I've yeah. seen this side of my family, the Johnson side of my family. I've seen pills. I've seen, I've seen my little cousin cry outside of a van because the person she claimed to be her dad was in there shooting up in the damn van. Yeah. On, on, I think it was like Easter or Thanksgiving is one of them holidays because we was over at my nanny's. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I went in there to grab a knife and my nanny told me to quit and made them leave. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's a terrible thing, and whenever the kids see it, it just hurts. It does, and and you know, man, I, I watched. You know, I unfortunately lost my cousin. That that to me was, you know, I, I was starting to get better then, but that right there really really got it in my mind that I like man I don't want to turn out like this and you know I had had saved my brother a couple times from OD and my cousin before he passed them too and it, it, it was just I've seen a lot I've watched a lot of my friends die from it I've seen uh, a lot of families hurting I, I my own included yeah. it took me years to get my family to not only talk to me again, but to somewhat trust me again. And it, it's something that you just dig yourself a deeper and deeper hole. Yeah. And I think for me, I was always around partying and wanted to have fun. And it was just a thing that was hard for me was that that fun would go away. Yeah. And then, oh God, now I got to live normal. But again, once you break back into reality and you realize like god dude i can't believe i went through that and i mean man i've seen so much when it comes to addiction that i mean man i learned a lot from it and it made me a stronger person but in these type of situations like with your story it just sucks because that ain't who your uncle really is no, it's that's, just that's not in a million years growing up i mean he, he's only like eight years older than me no more than 10 i can't i can't remember exactly but like we would sit there on school nights. He'd have to go to high school, and I'd be in, like, second grade. We'd stay up late at night playing video games. We'd get excited whenever, you know, my dad would get the PlayStation out of the pawn shop because I know he'd be over there to game with me. Yeah. And he's the one who got me into metal. He's the reason I love music so much. Yeah. And to see him turn into this, and the thing is, he, he's an amazing dad, too. And when, the day he lost his kids, I knew he had spiraled out of control. Well, and I'm telling you, like I was saying earlier, yeah, admitting a having problem is one of them, though I ain't going to lie, a few situations to me, I kind of wish to certain people I wouldn't have admitted it because it's constantly come back to me. 
one that I think is you have to cut ties with those people that you party with. That, yeah. that, that if they're not going to quit with you, and really, if you're going to quit, you kind of got to separate yourself from those people. Yeah, because you don't want that temptation. You can't yeah. have them enablers around. Yeah, because if they break down and do it, you're going to. Oh, yeah. I know because it happened to me, man. I remember doing four and a half months in jail. And getting out like, man, I'm going to do it. Went around and hung out with the dude I was hanging out with before. A week later, I was back to doing it. Yeah. So, the point is, addiction, you know, the war on drugs is never going to end. Never. They could shut down how to get drugs in this way, that way, back, forward, left, right. They're still going to get them in. Oh, yeah. There's too much money to be made. Uh, a lot of these people that are pointing the finger saying they want to help stop it are the ones probably taking money and making backdoor deals so they get their cut out of yeah. it. Let's be honest. There's, I mean, even there's even money to be made as far as the bus and the cops and everything like that. They make money, too. Yeah, and the rehab. Yeah. They make so much money on the rehab. I'm sorry. Rehabs are a joke. Are. I try to rehab. And with, with the Suboxone Subutech... Depending on how you, if you do it the right way and you really have it in your mind to quit and you're not just using it to replace it for another drug because it saved my life. It really did help me. It really did. But some people, yeah, like if you're going to be on it three, four, five, six, seven, you, that, you, you're never yeah. going to, yeah, that's you, you're just going to be addicted to it. Yeah. So you, you got to do it like. The, the, what got me to try it as an option to quit is I know a woman and her husband. Like, they did it. They got one script. They split it. They were on it, like, I think three, maybe six months, and then they just stopped, and it worked. If you're going to be on it, like, a year or two, no. Yeah, you're addicted to it then. Yeah, so, you know, but addiction, it, it, it's, it's powerful. It, it'll affect, I think people don't understand this, is that it'll affect, you know, you, not just you, but your family, your Definitely. friends. You know, that people don't understand that that's who it can, because people obviously care about you, man. And oh, they yeah. don't want to watch you go through that, and they don't want to give up on you. But once you've shit on them so many times, I mean, you can't really be yeah. mad when they're like, look, dude. You know, it's on you now. Yeah, there's... You gotta get better. Yeah, there's only so much one person can take. Yeah. And with my uncle, I mean, I've, I mean, I've told him, I'm like, dude, you, you need to get clean before, you know, I hang, I hang around with you because I don't want my daughter seeing that. I grew up with it and any... I mean, I hate... Uh, I mean, I hate a pill head because of it. I mean, seeing my uncle do it and, I mean, no matter what anybody says, I swear up and down, pills is what killed my papa. Yeah. Everybody says it's a cardiac arrest, but I knew he liked them. But, I mean, I, I swear that's he just took one too many, and that's what caused his heart attack. Yeah. I mean, but it's just seeing, you know, having shit taken away from you, seeing your friends go down this road. I mean, mm -hmm. it's hard on you. Yeah, when you lose your friends, it's hard. I mean, I lost my cousin Matt, man. <clears throat> that, that, that was hard, man. That really, really, really took me a long time. I still struggle with it, and... You know, people just got to understand it, it. It's a hard, hard battle to fight. And a lot of people never kick it. No. You know, that's why you see a lot of these 40, 50-year-old people in and out of jail still. Because yeah. it's just hard for them to kick. But I promise you, there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And your life will get better. And I don't like the, 
saying you're always an addict, you're either an addict or a recovering addict. I don't know. I think eventually it's not fair to say that when you've kicked the habit. Like, I feel like eventually you should you should just be a normal person. Yeah, exactly. Again. I mean, yeah. you know, once you've been clean for years, I mean, yeah. that's when, you know, you're no longer a recovering addict. You're, yeah. you're, you finally form back into society. You, you beat it. You beat something that takes lives of hundreds yes. of thousands of people. Yeah. And, guys, we're not on here. We're not any better. Again, I went through it. I did, too. And, you know, yeah, we Letty is upset. So, yeah, she's going to throw words like junkie, pillhead. Yeah. You know, she's pissed. I mean, that's what happens with addiction. It makes people angry, man. Oh, yeah. It makes you fucking hate. Like, people hated me. Oh, yeah. And there's people that probably to this day don't forgive me when I was out here robbing people to get pills and shitting on good people. Now, some people, I look, man, you're in the drug game. You get, you know, you're over here and you, you fuck with other, you know, druggies and you get robbed, whatever. Hey, look, man, that's how the game is. You, you can't go get clean and like I get clean and then you find me five years later and want me to pay you that fucking drug money. Like, like no, no, dude, it don't, don't work, work like out. that, dude. Like, we were in a set of circumstances in this drug game, you know, whatever. I told a guy who tried to pull that and I said, look, man, I've been away from that for probably six, seven years now. I'm not messing with it. I don't want no part of it. Yeah. If you feel like if that, you know, you get some justification, you do what you need to do. But don't come up to me wanting some old ass stupid. I mean, like, move on from it, dude. Oh, yeah, I definitely. did. Anybody that did me shitty back then, well, you don't owe me nothing, man. I'm done. Oh, yeah. You got a clean slate See now. Ya. Yeah. But, guys, that's what we kind of wanted to start real talk off. This is actually something that we could talk hours about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's something I kind of wanted to talk about, and Letty, of course, wanted to talk about, and I felt that what she went through is something important. But, Letty, I'm glad everything worked out for you. Man. Yeah, we, we got everything situated. I mean, my nanny's going to you know, get her another place to live, and so we're all good now. Meltdown! Guys, this is uh, formerly the Highlighted Banner Artist of the Week. As you all know, this is part of the new changes. Today, we're going to start off a little music news. Letty uh, looked up a lot of this, so I'll kind of let her kick it off here. All right, uh, past couple months, I've been listening to some music, and I've come across some really good albums. First couple, first album you need to check out, it's All That Remains' new album. It's called The Victim of the New Disease. It's if, if you like their older stuff when they were really heavy, like the yeah. album that Six came out, the Fall of Ideals album. Uh-huh. It's real. It's like that. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Another one I got for you. It's a Hellstorm's new album. It came out. Um, it's called Vicious. It if if you listen to their album before this, I think it was called uh, This Wildlife or in in This Wildlife or some shit like that. Yeah. It's got like you know some class some older rocky feels and it you know. It, it makes you feel good. It, it reminds you of what rock used to be. But, I mean, Lizzie Hale's vocals over all of it's always amazing. Uh, an EP I stumbled across last week. It's a Hollywood Undead. It's called Psalms. It's got some some crazy mixes in it. And it's only like a five or six song EP. Uh, they, I mean, of course, Hollywood Undead does whatever the fuck they want. And yeah, it, man, and I hadn't heard them in a while, so it's oh, yeah. I'm very interested to hear that. Oh, yeah, so. uh, I highly recommend their song, um, if I remember it correctly. The, the song that brought me up to it, 
It's called a bloody nose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell? Is, and I was like, who the hell is this? Because it came on a like a Discover playlist that Apple gives me. Mm-hmm. And I went and I looked and I was like, Hollywood Undead. And I was like, oh man, they got new music. Uh, one of my f- two favorite songs on this five song EP is Live Fast, Die Young, and Gotta Let Go. And <clears throat> like, they're just really good. Gotta Let Go, honestly. It's 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 got like a happy beat to it but it's got a really strong message on some things you know you just got to let go no matter what my boy charlie scene i love it dude charlie scene's fucking amazing he's probably my favorite oh yeah group although i i do wish the shit would deuce i wish that that kind of wouldn't have went down you know because was it deuce yeah it was was, deuce yeah I wish he kind of would have been around. I mean, nothing against uh, who, who's the guy, Danny. Danny yeah. yeah, he's a great singer. He oh, really he is. is. But I, I ain't gonna lie. I think Hollywood Undead. I think Hollywood Undead when they had Deuce. Now I like some stuff with Danny, uh, and I know Deuce acted like a bitch. I mean, but let's be honest, that was probably more inspired by, you know, it was a little back and forth, a little bitter feelings, but. A lot of what I read as far as the Hollywood Undead aspect of that beef was that he just wasn't wanting to go on tour. And, I mean, I don't know, maybe after a while, like, they were having to, like, keep him interested out on the road to stay. Or he just wouldn't want to fucking do it. I, I don't know. He says different. Who really knows what happened? But, I mean... If they kicked him out of the band, I mean, don't you kind of think? I mean, something. Yeah, had so, to have yeah, happened. something had to went down. I mean, Deuce came back and he made that album. Uh, he did that had a was it? Green? It was actually it, it, was, right. it was a good one. And if I'm not mistaken, Charlie Scene was on one of those songs. No, it wasn't no, him. Oh hell, no! They hated each other. I'm trying to think. They pulled a gun on Deuce. Shit, fam. Yeah, yeah. They, they I know uh, Charlie Three Tears. Is that who it is? Uh, Johnny Three. Tears. Johnny Three. Why the fuck did I say Charlie? <laughs> Johnny Three Tears, I think he was the one that uh, Deuce was said he was crying and all kinds oh of shit. Lord. Yeah, dude, it got bad. But I love Hollywood Undead. I, I've always liked their sound ever since Undead. Oh yeah, Undead uh, what brought me to it. But I, 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 I like Danny. I do. But man, I just wish, like with Corn, I wish I, David Silvera could come oh, yeah. back. You know, nothing against uh, Ray, but I, I don't know. I, I really. I just like that. It's just sad, man. Like, I was watching uh, a YouTuber. Uh, he'll, he'll do, like, the tragic history of corn, the tragic history of Slipknot. Yeah. Like, and I was watching the one of Slipknot with Paul Gray dying, then Joey Jordanson leaving. leaving. And, and, and with the Joey Jordanson thing, I don't think Joey Jordanson wanted to be, to leave Slipknot. Like, he was actually, according to this, he was surprised by that. A lot Damn. of people think he may come back, by the way. Dude, if he does, it'll be great. I mean, the drummer they have now, he, he's got some mad skills. But, I mean, you can't replace Joey Jordan. No, dude, come you on. You can't. Come on, man. And I, I just think what they've been through with Paul, that I, I really, like I heard the 911 call. Damn. Of, uh, the guy said, well, who do you know the guy that was in a hotel room? Yeah. And I guess his girlfriend hadn't heard from him. And uh, they sued the doctor, by the way. Uh, and he fucking beat it, but they fired him. Yeah. He couldn't. But and they, I heard the nine one one call, and they were like, "Do you know who it is?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, Paul Gray." And I was like, "Oh God, like, shit!" But I, I just wish a lot of these guys would hash stuff up and let, because rock right now is just slowly but surely, man, it's dying it, out it, as far as mainstream. Yeah, mainstream rock anymore. They put together some of the most basic riffs and basic beats. I mean, 
you can make a great song out of some basic shit. Yeah. But when it's the same stuff regurgitated with just different lyrics, it gets it gets old. When I seen that Bud Light commercial that would normally be like a rock group and it was rap, I was like, dude. Yeah, it's like, why? Like, what, what's going on here? I just miss, man, like the 90s, dude. Oh, my God. Like, I was... You know how you'd sit down and watch MTV and you were looking forward, oh man, what what what, what new music d- videos yeah, coming up what next? New d- like when I remember when Deftones Chains of the House Supplies come on, man, like oh, I would get man. chills. Yes. I miss that, Letty. Oh, you man. know, like, I miss it too. Uh it's sad, dude. I started listening to a lot of Cole Corn's uh, older stuff, like Life is Peachy and shit like that, and I'm just like, Where's this music today? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I miss it so much. Like Slipknot's older stuff, System of a Down, Disturbs older music. Oh man, Lincoln Park. I mean, I had I had late '90s, early 2000s new metal that I always played all the time, and now I'm just like, the rock that comes out, you might get a good band that might drop an album every other year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't even really hear about it unless you dig deep and find it. Oh yeah. I, mean, I don't know, but Letty, who you listening to this week? This week I got. A, I got I got a local treat for y'all. Uh, my buddy, his name's Gerard, but he goes by I'm Xander sixteen or Xander's XVI. I'm guessing it's sixteen in Roman numerals. This guy right here, um, I've known him. I've known him for a little bit. He used to hang out with my brother all the time, and he'd always come over. Well, I was getting ready to hit the gym, and he sends me a message on Messenger. He's like, "Let me know what you think." Well, I go in, I start working out to my normal playlist, and I put it on, and it's rap. It's rap uh, type of music, and I was listening to it, and I ain't gonna lie. For I'm pretty sure he's only like 19. This guy's got some bars. Uh, he's nice. got some decent beats. There was one song I was kind of iffy about because the way it started out, and when I once I started listening to it and he started rapping, I'm like, holy shit, man! This guy's got some talent. He's gonna he's gonna go places. Nice. I mean, if, if he can get the pub, the publicity he can get, and he stays on this right track. I could see him, you know, getting up there. A couple songs that I that you know I listen to and that I, y'all definitely should listen to. He's on SoundCloud. It's a dysfunctional freestyle. Everyone has a story to tell and wicked taste of this luxury. They're just really great songs. He's got some good flow and I mean, like I said, he he's only 19. He's always everybody's got room to grow. So I want to see where he's gonna be at in a couple of years hell even just a few months you never know so hell yeah. go check him out on soundcloud again his name is a xander 16 or xander's xvi if you look him up uh, if you got any questions hell just message me i'll send you links to his soundcloud i mean he's really damn good hell yeah. uh, dt who you listening to me i got falling in reverse this week oh, uh, yeah i told you a few weeks back i've been listening to these guys a lot and man now i heard I'm going to assume that when they first got together a few years ago, I'm not a big fan of that style, but now this newer style, the kind of the rap, yeah. hip metal type, I, I love it with the, with the melodic vocals. Oh, yeah. Sick. Uh, they're an American rock band based in Las Vegas, Nevada. The, actually, the Warp Tour live shows I've seen, they were in Nevada. They formed in 2008 signed to i'm gonna say epitaph Epitaph. records the band is uh, led currently by vocalist ronnie raddick and uh what'd you say about him who'd he come from he came from escape the fate he was escape the fate's former vocalist yeah 
Rhythm guitarist Derek James, keyboardist Zach Sandler, and bassist Tyler Burgess, and lead guitarist Max Georgiev, maybe, and drummer Brandon Rage Richter. The group released its debut album, The Drug In Me Is You, on July 26, 2011. I, I didn't care for that song. They have a song, The Drug In Me. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that, though it is different from a lot I've heard. And it actually peaked number 19 on the Billboard 200, selling 18,000 copies in its first week. Uh, but guys, uh, three songs that I got for you from these guys, definitely check them out. Uh, the first one is uh, Gangster's Paradise, a cover from the Punk Goes 90s Volume 2. Oh, yeah. And I like the Punk Goes Pop. Uh, oh, yeah, I love Punk Goes Pop. Oh, God, those albums are great. And on this volume, check out the Punk Goes 90s Volume 2. They do like Stone Temple Pilots, Interstate Love Song. Yeah, Ram Duhas. Motionless and White did do host and at first I hated it, but now it's grown on me, and I'm just like, man, I love it. I, I like Memphis May Fire's Interstate oh, Love yeah, Song that cover. Was that great. was cool. Then we got Losing My Life and Last Losing My Mind. And I don't know, I, I'm thinking these two are somewhat related, but I'm going to tell you, the first song I heard by him was Losing My Mind. And yeah. I love the way he, the freestyles in, in Losing My Life and Losing My Mind. And their lead singer, man, he's really interesting. And I, I, I've become a fan of these guys. And finally, a new band I like. Definitely check these guys out. Go ahead and give our new local artist, what was his name again? Uh, Xander 16. Xander 16. Check him out on SoundCloud. You won't be disappointed. And uh, definitely, definitely uh, check both of these guys out. That's oh, yeah. it for Music Meltdown. Music Meltdown. All right, on to our dumbass. Badass. Oh, badass. Man. I'll go ahead and kick it off, Letty. So my dumbass this week, uh, and again, we're going to kind of rant about this, so I'll keep it short and sweet here. It's pretty much all the YouTubers who promoted the mystery box scam. Yeah. Uh, again, this will make more sense later in the show. Mainly Rice Gum and Jake Paul. Uh, Rice Gums and his uh, bullshit apology. <laughs> his bullshit. Uh, Rice Gum, if this... I wish he could hear this because I, I physically want to fight this guy. Like, I, he just pisses me off. To the, you ever just see somebody you know you're yeah. never going to meet them? Yeah. Like, I would like to just punch him in the face. These guys were all part of this. We'll get into it more in the show, but for this, these pieces of shit, they're my dumbass of the week. My badass this week, uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to mention this sooner, but a, a Twitch streamer that I like, he's one of Ninja's good buddies and a a guy, you know, I love Fortnite, a guy I watch a lot, Dr. Lupo. He raised, all of last year, $1.3 million for St. Jude's. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, technically, oh I guess with that, you could run St. Jude's, I think, for a day or a week Hell yeah. with what he made. And I think that's a good thing. And I'm glad we brought this badass on here. It's good to shine a little light on somebody every week that does something good like this. St. Jude's is uh, some of these kids, you know, you know, it ain't their fault. And it's good that they get a yeah. fighting chance and that people are out there to try to help these kids. And I, I, I'm really proud of Dr. Lupo. You're my badass of the week. Yeah, and it's and it's great to see YouTubers raising money for charity, you know, put, yeah. putting some good to, you know, the platform that they've been given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. And I'm proud of him for that. Oh, Lady, yeah. who you got this week? Well, as y'all could tell from the story I had earlier, my ba my dumbass of the week are, you know, my uncle and his whatever you want to call it, girlfriend, whatever, you know, for what they did. That's yeah. really low of them. 
my, my first badass of the year. I'm going to give it to my nanny, my 61-year-old nanny. Nanny like, got hands. Oh, man, nanny. Oh, whenever all this went down, I was waiting for her to throw some hands. Uh, you know, seeing her step up to, you know, for herself like that, it was, you know, just really great to see. And once, you know, we got in there and everything was going down, I was waiting for her to throw hands. I'm just sitting there thinking, not only am I going to get in my first fight, but I'm going to watch my 61-year-old, 4-foot-10 grandma <laughs> whoop some crackhead's ass. I was waiting for it. Nice. I was waiting for it. But, I mean, she's been through a lot. I yeah. mean, after she lost Papa, I mean, they were together since she was 13. She's 61. Yeah. So that's 40-some years, man. Um I mean, she she's kept everything together. She's she's just an amazing woman all around. I mean, oh, she yeah. probably won't get to hear this because, like I said, she's hard of hearing. Mm -hmm. But Nanny, I love you. You know, you know everybody you've met. All my friends love you. Uh, Mo and Ben had the pleasure to meet her on her birthday, and she's like, "I like your friends. They're really friendly." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Nanny. I was like, this is the people you got to surround yourself with." And you know, she she's starting to adjust her life to everything that's happened and you know it makes me happy that she's starting to get happy again and once everything settles down you know nanny you're my badass of the week and i love you to death hell yeah nanny <laughs> all right guys original, original gamers our new gaming segment where we discuss everything gaming this week we're gonna kick it off uh letty what games did you play in 2018 2018 oh man i played a lot your favorites my favorites <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, the the remake of Spyro. Nice. Oh, I, I I played the hell out of it. Red Dead Two. Uh, even though you know it's overwhelming at first, the game gets pretty great. Oh my God, it was it's a beautiful game. Yeah. The game I probably played the most, besides you know like some throwbacks like San Andreas and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, God of War, the new God of War that nice. came out. Yes. I ain't gonna lie. I want to play it. It's different because I mean when you think of God of War, you think of hack and slash, linear. You're going to have some puzzles with, you know, some yeah. pretty difficult bosses, but it's open world. Nice. And, you know, you got a companion. You got your son with you, and, you know, like, the story is great. It's not set in Greek times. You're dealing with, like, Odin and shit, but, I mean, it's great. There's an amazing leveling system. Uh, you, I have to adjust your play styles to some of the bosses because, you know, I'm a very aggressive player. Yeah. But here lately, I'm having to learn the blocking system and how to parry and all that shit. So, I mean, it's a great game if you like challenges. And if you love God of War, I mean, go off and be Kratos and whoop some ass. Hell yeah. Uh, me, <laughs> shocker, shocker, Fortnite <laughs> dominated uh, most of my year last year. Also got into Madden 19. I've uh, been wanting to play uh, NBA 2K19. Been wanting to get in. I've been, I've been really wanting to get back into sports games, man, because they were such a big part of me growing up. Um, but yeah, so let's talk games that either we want to play in 2019 that they could be out already, or some new games. Which uh, here's, let, let me just read a couple upcoming games coming out. I wouldn't mind playing. We got Resident Evil 2. The remake. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, remake. I'm excited for it because I loved it whenever it came out on PlayStation. Here's one. I don't know if you ever played Kingdom Hearts. Did oh, yeah. You, I've, I've played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts. We got Kingdom Hearts 3. They got a picture of Wreck-It Ralph on here. Uh, I know Kinsley would like that, so I, I would like to play it. Crackdown 3. Yes. Terry Crews big ass yes. is in that. Crackdown 3. I loved Crackdown 1 and 2 for 360. I'm excited to see what they do with Crackdown 3. I'm super pumped for it. Look at look like I got a Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, it's coming out. Um definitely want to check that out. 
I'm trying to find this game. It's a thousand player battle royale Holy coming shit. out. Shit. It, I think it's. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can eventually. If I can, the name right now is slipping me. But yeah, dude, it seems really interesting. Uh, we got a new Jedi Fallen Order Star Wars game. Oh shit. That looks sick. Doom Eternal. Oh, new Doom games new coming Doom. out. Doom. Hey, I grew up on Doom. Oh man. yeah. Okay, so Planetside Arena, I just discovered this is the game, lady, I was telling you about. Yeah. And uh, we'll kind of segue into our uh, next topic where this guy starts his article out, out Fortnite killer, question mark. Planetside <laughs> Arena will have a thousand player battle royale matches and more. See, this is something me and Letty were talking about, how it's like, I see a lot of people Fortnite dying, a lot of people hating on it because they want Black Ops 4 to yeah. be big. Spider-Man to be big, uh, God of War, whatever. It's just like, it just seems like Fortnite is so dominant that all these games coming out, are they going to be measured to how good they stack up to Fortnite? I mean, when it comes to multiplayer games, that's that's what it seems like anymore. Yeah. I mean, Fortnite, from from what I've seen, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a cool game, you know, brought in a lot of crazy aspects. And the way I see it is, if that's what you have to stack it up to, I mean... Look at how look how far they've come. This is what sev- uh, season seven. Yeah. I mean, hell, my cousin Stick, uh, she she never was a gamer, and she plays Fortnite. Yeah. So I mean, that's how huge it is. I I see a lot of people, you know, say, oh, it's dying. You'll see a lot of these YouTubers trying to get views. I seen one guy said it was dying part one, part two. Fortnite is not dying, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, it's getting bigger. They have 300 million plus players. They have new updates every week. They listen to their community. It isn't going anywhere. But that doesn't mean that Black Ops 4 can't be cool. Planet Side Arena can't be cool. Stop comparing games to Fortnite. Just because Fortnite is big. And another thing I'm going to address that really pisses me off. Yes, a a lot of young kids play Fortnite. Stop using that as an excuse to shit on Fortnite. Oh, a lot of kids play it. Okay, a lot of older people play it too. I mean, a lot of people play it in general, and that's why it's so successful. Yes, and it just it pisses me off that people are just constantly hating on it. Cause, hey, look, it's a good game. It ain't going anywhere anytime soon. You all can sit here and whine and cry all you want to. But at the end of the day, they're going to keep making a great game. Number one, it's yeah. free. Yeah. You don't have to buy anything on here. And a lot of the times, I mean, yeah, granted, some of the stuff may be cool. Some may not be cool. But they give free stuff to their players a lot. Yeah. So until there's a game that follows that same formula, and a lot of these games won't because, you know, hey, I mean, I get it. you got to make money. And a lot of stuff on Fortnite could be cheaper. Yeah. But, hey, it is what it is. That's their price. You you don't have to pay it. Again, a lot of the stuff you can buy in the game, it doesn't really give you an advantage anyway. So Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff that you buy is just, like, what, cosmetics? Yeah. Like, little dances you can get. You yeah. Know, shit like that. So, I mean. Pickaxes. It, yeah, yeah. It's not like you can get something that, you know, it's going to give you this crazy advantage. and. Yeah, it just gives you, you could just look cool yeah. going into battle. But I mean, it's bas- basically just based off skill. I wish I could find that uh, um, a guy had a reply to somebody saying Fortnite's dying, and this dude hit it spot on. Uh, And it was kind of along the lines of what I said about how 
he explained how Fortnite isn't dying and how, hey, this is why, but hey, these other games can be cool too. I don't yeah. know. He's like, I just don't know why y'all compare them, you know, just because they might be a battle royale or a multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, uh, the biggest example I can give you right now off the top of my head is Black Ops 4. They have their battle royale, what, Blackout or some shit yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it started out everybody was you know skeptical because you know it's it's Black Ops nobody expects Battle Royale. Yeah. And I mean, the only reason you don't hear so much about it is because you know they got bugs, microtransactions out the ass yeah. that no one wants. Yeah. And that's basically how a lot of the a lot of games have went to. They they want you to pay five dollars for like this little loot crate that's gonna give you could give you something cool. They could give you a gun to an advantage or not. But yeah. I mean. Stuff like that is what gets under people's skin so much. Yeah. It's just the chance. I mean, Fortnite has their things, but it's mainly, co- it's only cosmetics. Yeah. And Strictly. It's just, yeah, and it. I'm just tired of hearing it. And I tell people all the time, I laugh because Fortnite's killing it right now, dude. They they found the magic formula. And until somebody can uh, emulate that, then they're going to continue to be that up there, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. I mean, let let everybody enjoy their games. I mean, that's the reason why we all love gaming. <laughs> that's it's the fun. Thing. That's what I love because pe- people don't care. People keep playing it. That's why yeah. I think so funny about it. But speaking of which, we had Ninja's New Year's <laughs> Eve stream. Oh my god! Which, uh, if you thought Ninja was cringy before, you really think it now. So uh, a lot of people probably seen this clip. Jesus. There's a, and I thought it was interesting he chose to do the floss dance Out because of everything. <laughs> the reason I say that is because there's actually a lawsuit against Fortnite where the kid that made the dance, even though they brought this kid to a Fortnite event and he was cool with the dance yeah. being in there, uh, I guess like a, a, another guy with a swipe at dance, uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name who did that. And then you got the Carlton dance. Yeah. They're all suing. I guess this kid's the thought he'll take a shot and try to sue them because they're making all this money. Yeah. And he tried to do the floss dance. So he goes out into Times Square and he's like, come on, everybody, do it. And fucking nobody, nobody did it. Nobody done it. it. It shot to like two cameras of like one older woman not knowing how to do it. So she's like moving her arms back and forth. And then there was like, this other guy who's like doing it really fast, and yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you call that the floss, but when you could see it, because he gets up on that side, and he's yeah. like, I want to see some movement. If you can't do it, just move. And he's sitting there doing the floss, and yeah. I'm just like, dude, everybody's just... like, dude, we're in the rain and cold, <laughs> like, quit oh, you dumbass. <laughs> uh, also on his uh, stream, did you see where a lot of Twitch streamers was getting pissed at Twitch because? They were putting yep. the ads on their videos, or they'd have an ad roll before you click on them to go watch his stream. Yeah, and I mean, I, I kind of understand that's justifiable. Like, yeah. Dr. Disrespect said something about it, and uh, of course, he's always whining about something. But, <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, you know, he, he he's Dr. Disrespect, a, a game is awesome until he gets killed by somebody that's not known, and then the game has, he has something wrong with the game. And I get it, <laughs> Dr. Disrespect took time off, and he went and worked for a call of duty game made maps i get all that but that doesn't make you like a king expert of every video game like i like dr disrespect until he starts shit like that yeah but anyway i do agree with the twitch streamers there 
Because it's promoting another Twitch streamer yeah. stream. He's like, and, I, I didn't want these ads on here, man. I mean... It's like, I'm trying to promote my stream. Yeah. Why are you telling these my fans to go somewhere else? You're going to take, like, the... You know, for, like, smaller channels, you're going to take, like, the only 150 viewers and, you know, tell them to go watch this because the ball's dropping and you got someone from Twitch, you know, on it. Well, and Ninja 2, man, live, like I, I'd watch where these kids were intentionally trying to stream snipe him. He actually killed them. And he was like... He killed him. He was like, I can't remember their name. Say goodnight. Like, acting all cocky. Like, he has just changed into this asshole. And I see a lot of people go, oh, you all are just hating on him because now he's big. No, it's because he's an asshole now. Yeah, yeah. He really is. That's what fame and power will do to some people. Just turn them into assholes. I was a big ninja fan, dude. I don't want to say this, but he is. And I'm going by what, this is my opinion of what I've seen. He's a prick now. All right, guys. Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. We won't be doing this week, so moving on to story time. All right, guys. We're back to the creepy weepy. You ain't going to sleepy. I just made that <laughs> up. That is lady. great, man. That was that great, DC. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck weepy is, but go with it. We decided, uh, hey, guys, let's let's get a little creepy pasta. One that ain't really long. One that's decent. So today. We, I think we found a good one, Letty. Oh, yeah. Everyone has a story to tell. Here's ours. I found, I found a forum for, for dead people. It's a tale as old as the internet itself. You're killing your boredom by browsing the net, mindlessly scrolling through picture, pictures and reading through forums. One click leads to another, and before you know it, you've tripped and fallen down the rabbit hole to the weirder parts of the internet. Now, I'm not at all tech-savvy, but I suppose I'm intelligent enough to understand the concept of unlisted websites, things you can, can't find through a Google search, but that exist if you have a link provided. I guess that's the essence of the deep web. I tend to browse incognito. I'm not going to go into details, but I think we all know for what purpose. Last night or this morning, depending on how you classify 3 a.m. and insomnia, I was reading a forum about people's weirdest experiences on the web. I am a skeptical fellow, so when a few diligent commentators provide a link, I will gladly follow to verify their stories. At some point, I had happened upon a website that was simply an endless string of numbers ending in .org, leading to a plainly designed forum. How was your day was the main title of, the, of said forum. It was a welcome change from the depressing and even horrific stories others had shared thus far in the night. So I decided to check out how people were doing around the world. Maybe focusing on others' lives would take away focus from my own depressing existence. I clicked on the top of entry one listed. When I first retired, I was dumbfounded by the amount of dead time I would have to tirelessly get through. Today, perhaps for the first time in 10 years, I appreciated the lazy morning. My wife made my favorite breakfast and I was even happy to take a midday nap afterwards. I guess my body was just tired because I never woke up from that. How do I let my wife know I didn't pass in pain and that I love her very much? Mildly confused by this last statement, I checked out the comments below. We all die sometime. Welcome. And another one said, if you treated her right, she would know you loved her already. Some sort of role-playing forum was the first thought that came to me. The comments were a, prof a 
perfect collection of welcoming and spiteful comments. I clicked to the next post. Honestly, I've always expected more from life. My day was shitty enough to begin with. Arguing with teenage children is a pointless endeavor that makes me long for the time when they were just happy to have pancakes for breakfast. Anger is pointless. As I've come to discover far too late in life, the distraction was the only thing I needed to somehow make me miss a red light and, well, I'm not exactly sure what happened next, but here I am, my final day on this shit planet. He signed his entry with his apparently real name and birthday. It was a fairly uncommon name at that. I opened another tab to check his info in reference to any car accidents. All I found was some old news entry from 2004, but it perfectly matched his story to a T. What kind of sick person pretends to take the identity of someone who died in such a horrific death? Both infuriated and intrigued, I kept on reading. I can only blame my own sense of morbid curiosity. I'm not entirely sure how long I spent reading through countless posts from people pretending to have died in various ways at different points in history. Everyone had signed with real names and not a single commentator called them out for their deluded games. The straw that broke the camel's back was when I noticed a post by a familiar name. My own mother. She had been dead for over a decade, so I felt fairly certain it was some sort of sick prank or bizarre roleplay. Maybe the users were looking up obituaries and taking their identities from their own pleasure. I was even more disturbed when they perfectly described the surroundings of her death despite never having told anyone. I've been feeling extremely tired as of late. It was no surprise when I woke this morning and felt like I hadn't slept in days. I wanted to just stay in bed, but my family duties called. My husband was, had already left for work and I had already taken the week off in hopes of recovering, but someone had to feed the kids. Breakfast was alright. I fed them their favorite, pancakes. Easy to prepare and I had nothing better to do. I remember getting into the shower, but it was getting real hard to catch my breath. And under the steam from the hot water, I simply passed out. I don't really know what happened after that. Oh God, I hope my children didn't see me lying naked on the floor. I decided right then I would be, I would be the righteous one to make them stop stealing people's identities. At least use a fake name if it was nothing more than a pathetic joke. I scanned the page for a register button, only to find I was already logged in. Under my real name, as a matter of fact, with some trepidation, I clicked to expand my profile. On it, someone had written my name, email address, birthday, and death day. Today. Yet again, my eyes wandered to the title of the website. How was your day? I thought back and reflected on what had happened so far. My life wasn't the most interesting, so I hadn't really taken the time to think about it. There was nothing particularly interesting about my day. Exam period was coming up, so I had to wake up earlier than my young brain was used to. I drank coffee, browsed the internet instead of studying, then procrastination lasted longer than I'm proud to admit. Though I eventually felt guilty enough to pick up a textbook and study until that evening. A mild headache set in. It was enough to stop me from studying and do something more relaxing instead. Actually, it might have been more than mild, more like a stabbing pain rapidly increasing in intensity. I got up from my chair and fell to the floor, that's all I remember before blacking out. It's a peculiar feeling when your heart stops, but apparently that's what it takes for you to be able to access the forum for the dead people. They brought me back though, I have a vague memory of paramedics bringing me to the hospital, uh, needles being shoved into my veins. I guess my dad must have come upstairs to check on me. Lucky me. I don't really remember much from the hospital nor returning home. As a matter of fact, I just now find myself browsing this forum. 
not really remembering how I stumbled across it. How was your weekend? Wow, dude, that that's was a, crazy. That's a, you know, for a new creepy pasta, that was that gave me a little bit of chills. Yeah, Got dude, the willies that, a little bit. Yeah, that's nuts. He found his mom's. He found wow. his mom's, and then from the ending of that, I'm guessing he's dead. Yeah, and that's the only way so. he found it. Guys, if you got a cool story, creepy story, just any story, hit us up at readysexualpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it, and we will put it on the show. Oh, yeah, we, we, we love these things, man. I mean, everybody likes a good scary story every now and then. All right, moving on to the... Th- Today, guys, we have a battle between old-school social media versus the new-school social media. One that, you know, kind of started it for me and Letty, and oh, one yeah. that we now use daily. Today, we have Facebook versus MySpace. We will look at a website and do our normal compare and contrast on both of these and give our take on both and pick which we like better. Letty, are you ready? I'm ready, spaghetti. Now let the battle come in. So, all right, Letty. So, you know, we're both big MySpace fans. Oh, yeah. Kind of where it kicked it off social media for me. I, I loved MySpace. And, you know, like me and you talked, we wish it was still around today. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I kind of, I, we need to do a poll. If MySpace was out and was like it was back in the day, would you all use that over Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all that? Would you use MySpace? I, I would. I definitely would, and I know a couple of my friends would, too. I mean, me and me and Kristen had this conversation, which, you know, brought it up to talk to you about it. And I'm yeah. just like, I would use MySpace in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I would, too. And if I had to pick one of these, I like them both. I loved MySpace because it was like you could create your own web page. Oh, yeah, it was so personal. And listen, if... The, the shit you had to do, the dedication it took to yes. just get your themes and the music. Yeah. And also your top eight, you got to pick your top eight or top ten. Hell, I think the highest it went was like top 25 friends. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. And then yeah. you, the, your music played when yeah, it came your, to your yeah, page. Yeah, your music oh, played yeah, when you came dude. on and you sat there and it was just a, it was a reason for me to get on the computer. I mean, Facebook's all right. It's an app and shit. But, I mean, now just imagine that on your phone. You sit there, you click on someone's page. <laughs> You would not. One thing is, you would not be able to face. I mean, MySpace stalk people because as soon as you'd bring it up, their music would blast, so you know exactly whose page you were on. You damn right. And the social connection, the story of Facebook, though it is interesting. Oh, I, I just loved MySpace. But uh, let's do a little history of MySpace versus Facebook, ladies, shall we? Let's uh, do it. This is on. Uh, let's see, Diffin.com. Facebook versus MySpace. I'll leave the uh, link in the uh, show notes. Facebook became popular from college communities and was actually started by Harvard student Mark Zuckerberg, Grudy Prick, in his <laughs> dorm room. What started as an internal college website for fun turned into a huge no- social networking site that some say he stole. Let's be honest here. I don't, I'm not seeing that. In a coup of years' time, Facebook initially named The Facebook, started by enrolling graduate students from Harvard, Yale, Stanford, and Columbia, and later added more subscribers from other schools, companies, and finally opened to the public in September 2006. MySpace was started in August 2003 to mimic the other social networking site, Friendster, by a team of e-university employees. The first users of the site were the employees of any universe and later spread to the masses. This planned venture soon escalated to the top list of social networking sites and is only second to Facebook based on the monthly unique visitors. Well, when it comes to that, though, I just think 
MySpace had an edge because, like you said, it didn't have any, you know, pri- private leaks. No, it never did. Privacy, so. Yeah, but that was the thing. You never had any privacy leaks. Everything was always secure. I mean, even the whole damn messaging thing that they had on there, I thought it was pretty cool because, you know, you always got that sound that popped up. And, oh, man, I could still hear it to this day. Just like, doot And you're just like, oh, shit, who's instant messaging me? You know, back when that shit was cool. Yeah. And... Like, the personalization you got, yeah, you know, Facebook has profile pictures, uh, the profile uh, cover photo, but on this, you, you know, you got to, like, your whole thing, say, say you were really into, like, one band, you'd go to this, copy the URL, put it into the settings, bam, your whole damn page was, like, covered in that band or that theme, Yeah, and it was always so great to get on. Damn right, uh... Let's do Facebook users versus MySpace users. In the beginning, MySpace was more popular with high school students and Facebook among college students. A recent study conducted by the American firm Nielsen Claritus showed the income group of MySpace users is lower compared to Facebook users. Another difference noted was more that Facebook users were inclined to use other professional networking sites like LinkedIn and MySpace than MySpace users. As of February 2010, Facebook had roughly 400 million members and MySpace has about 150 million users. Another different feature on MySpace is the music section that allows artists to upload their music on their MySpace page that allows millions of people to access their network daily. Look, we could go through all this, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I'll pick MySpace oh, a yeah. hundred out of a hundred times. Oh, I, yeah. I just think the the personalization, you, you know, it was like you were creating your own website. Yeah, it was a website all about you, your likes, your dislikes. You got to see your friends, family. I remember when Facebook first started coming out and, you know, it started getting big. I, I refused to make one because... Yeah, I, mean, I did too. I refused to make one because everybody was like, that's where all the older people go. And that's it, it, And back then, it just wasn't fun. MySpace was always fun. Hell, they had like these little mini games you could go play. Yeah, Facebook's got that too. Mm-hmm. But the ones on MySpace were way more fun than the ones that you can yeah, get on Facebook. I agree. Yeah, and, and that's funny because I didn't make a Facebook for the longest time either. But then I kept noticing I wasn't hearing from people yeah. hardly at all on MySpace. And it was just crazy how quick Facebook kind of killed off MySpace. And it just kind of shows you how trendy fucking people are. Like, they'll just follow oh, yeah. a trend. You know, instead of remaining loyal to something, and I, you know, had everybody kind of learn to do, but I, I don't, I just don't see how people would chose would have chose Facebook over MySpace. Oh, yeah. Even looking back on it today, just how how much MySpace had to offer, how many people launch their careers off MySpace, which I'm sure they do on Facebook too, but that's just because Facebook is one of the more popular ones yeah. now. Yeah, uh, one thing that I thought was really cool that MySpace did was they released a, a compilation album yeah. of yeah. like, that's how Hollywood got their damn start off because they put uh, their song number five on it and that's how everybody, you know, came to find them. It helped launch In This Moment's career. And but, so, yeah, they did live shit too. Yeah, Remember they the did. what was the Adam Sandler movie where he had cancer with Seth Rogen? Oh, they, he was uh, in MySpace shit. was in that. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, to, yeah but yeah, like this damn uh, social network. It was also fun to get on. Yeah, 
yeah, you'd, you'd see you'd see drama. I mean, drama's everywhere, but everybody, you not, know. Not like you do not on like Facebook. Facebook. Oh, yes. God, no. Mm. And what one thing that I always thought was funny was, like, everybody had their own personal username. Yeah. You would, like, one of the crazy, you'd see, like, Mr. Monster 73 with, like, X's and random spots. Yes, yes. I always, me, um, you know, I just went the, I went the typical emo route. I put two X's, my name, and then the two X's after it. So, I mean, everybody was easy to find me, but. You know, just like those, those little personalization things, the little cool things that they had. It was just fun. Yeah, and I had to update my music every, I'm going to say every week. It might have been every few days, but my music on my MySpace page oh, yeah. was a big deal. Oh, yeah, mine too. Uh, being in someone's top eight, their top ten, yeah. oh, that was always a big thing yeah, too. Yeah, you looked around. Now it's your friends list. is. It, I don't even know how the hell they choose your you top You can't friend. even see it. you got to dig through your damn yeah. page. Let's talk Facebook. When Facebook first came out, I liked that model. Where they went now, they've added too much shit. Yeah. I don't even really get on there because I don't know, hell, what's, is my shit going to be leaked? Yeah. I mean, I've already had my identity stolen once, which I don't think you want to steal my identity. Good luck, man. <laughs> it, I don't It's just a liability to be on there. Like, yeah. I like Twitter better than Facebook anymore, but... You know, the only thing that Facebook's got going for it for me is, I mean, I, that's the only place where I can get my meme fix. I mean, I love sharing my memes. Yeah. I'm always kind of skeptical to just make my own statuses anymore, because I'm like... Oh shit! Is somebody gonna steal a picture of me and Ruby and you know go make a fake profile and shit? So yep. I mean, you got to be careful with that shit anymore. You definitely do. But guys, we're gonna choose MySpace on this one. Let us know who you would pick and why. We're just big MySpace fans. I don't know. Call us old school. I thought MySpace was way better. Oh yeah, MySpace was. And another one. I mean, they closed this one down. It was called a My Yearbook. Yeah. I oh, oh that. yeah. I I dealt with it. I mean, it was mainly for you know like high schoolers and younger people yeah, like around yeah. that age. But I mean, it was fun too. It had that personalization too to it. So I mean, maybe yeah. if you know Facebook would you know quit leaking every damn thing and brought yeah. back some more personalization like that, it might be better. Yeah. Like, exactly. All right, guys. Moving on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days, bitch. It's time to rant. Let's rant. I'm ready, man. All right, guys. Today, a lot of you all, if you're familiar with YouTube at all, as me and Letty are, we're YouTube fanatics. Oh, yeah. uh, you might have heard about this mystery box scam. Now, a lot of YouTubers have done this, as Ricegum so arrogantly let us all know. But the two most notable that were exposed for this scam is Ricegum and Jake Paul. And a lot of people say this is promoting gambling to underage kids, even compared it to the CSGO oh, scam. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of controversy around this. We will discuss and give our take on what this scam is about, what we think should happen to those who promoted it, and just all things relating to this pieces of shit who supported this scam. Uh, you ready to have this rant, no, Letty? I'm ready to rant about it. Let's have a rant. Um, so, at first, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to this, because let's be honest, when you see Ricegum and you see Jake Paul's videos, they're, they're usually something scumbag or just yeah. fucking idiotic or, it, you know, but... I noticed that what these guys were doing is, okay, mystery box scam, guys. It's basically a site. You can buy these boxes. They start from anywhere from four ninety nine. Like, they'll have a supreme mystery box. Yeah. Now, a lot of this shit, 
I don't even think this website has access to, obviously. Like, yeah. they had one on their uh, $250 million mansion. Yeah, the mansion was, is currently being sold for $188 million. Yeah, that was, like, that was like the, the top prize. You could get a car. Yeah, like, come on. Even, let's say that was even an option to win. You would spend more than whatever that cost. And they were, uh, first the site displayed the odds of each yeah. box, and then mysteriously they took it off of there. But... So, Ricegum and Jake Paul's videos, it starts out, and of course, these guys are losing at first. And then all of a sudden, they just start winning this cool shit. But you know them ungrateful oh, motherfuckers. Yeah. They just, oh God, I want to, like, Jake Paul's like, I want, oh God, I want Chuck Taylor All Star Converse. Yeah, how many people would like oh, to yeah, win man. those? Dude, I'd like to get me a damn pair of shoes. Like, yeah, they're nice. Well, what I thought was funny, clearly you know this is anywhere in the United yeah. States, right? Well, they were like, oh, well, a few, uh, comes out, a few days went by and they shipped it to my house. Like, clearly he's had this stuff. Oh, yeah. And he just makes it out like it's just been sent to him. I, I don't know. You would have to be kind of an idiot to think this wasn't a scam. But I guess, unfortunately, some of their fans did play it. And said that yeah. they either won little shit prizes or that they weren't being shipped oh, the yeah. items. And a lot of people say this is promoting uh, underage uh, or gambling to underage kids. It is. <laughs> it really is because, I mean, all what you're doing is you're spending money anywhere from like, what, $4, $5 is like the lowest one, all the way up to there's like thousand dollar boxes you can get yeah thousand dollars yeah. you spend thousands of dollars and you can win anywhere from because i watched h3h3 do uh, talk over it and he, he did some hilarious shit um anywhere from like you said that big ass mansion all the way down to like an icicle what he called an icicle jpeg yeah. is what he said yeah so i mean imagine sitting there you know they had like different tops like you had a shoe box an apple box and you're sitting there spending like thousands of dollars to get an iphone guess what you could have took that thousand dollars and went ahead and got you it and not sit there having to you know spend that money and they have a younger audience too so yeah that that's the worst part is because you know you're really impressionable on younger kids because they're really like because they're like oh man this guy who i enjoy watching is doing this and getting all this cool stuff because you know they don't have the concept of money they yeah. don't know that that five thousand dollars they spent they could have went off and you know like the damn apple watch he got it's only like a five hundred dollar yeah apple and watch. he spent like four was it fifteen yeah like fifteen hundred dollars just to get it yeah and then old keemstar come in and he goes well they offered me a hundred thousand and i turned it down a little while back so i can't really go hard on it. clearly because he's fucking friends with rice gum yeah and I'm thinking, you know, Keemstar cracks me up because he is just such a fucking hypocrite. Like, I don't give a shit if this is your friend or not. This isn't right. No, it's not. And Rice Gum and them, of course, they're blaming on their management brought it to me. Look, dude, it's your responsibility. Rice Gum just acts like that. I don't know if this dude just, he just makes the video and he don't look into anything. He just has other people do it yeah. for him and pays him. Probably does because he's an entitled little bitch. He is. I want to physically fight that son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate him. I hate that much. I cannot stand him. And his apology is, it really pissed me off. Look, oh, yeah. man, when you fuck up, I don't care if a thousand other people did it, which, guys, he kind of went on here and, started calling out everybody else that did this scam a few yeah. months ago and was saying, oh, well, nobody said nothing then, and then when I do it, okay, well, Rice Gum, they're assholes too. Yeah. Okay? 
uh, you know, a lot of these guys may uh, only one or two of them had the amount of subscribers you did. And sorry, you guys are just pricks that yeah. nobody likes. So of course, when you do it, you're going to be called out for it more than them because people obviously like them. But I'm not. Whoever did it is in the wrong. Oh yeah, I mean this whole mystery box brand bullshit. It is in the wrong because, I mean, it's teaching like what H three H three said. There's a reason you got to be 21 to gamble. Yeah. Because then you know the consequences and the outcomes that can happen. You might have, like, this little angsty 11, 11 to 13-year-old kid go out, steal their mom or dad's credit card, yeah, exactly. go on this, and guess what? They're in debt seven, eight grand till they max out that credit card. Probably can't pay their rent or something, yeah. you know, because I mean, that's what I'm saying. And Jake Paul and them, they don't give a damn because they're just about the money. Yeah, they and, are. And Roscom should have just came out and said, I'm in the wrong. He shouldn't have said nothing about them other YouTubers because it was like he had the excuse, well, they did it, so why am I getting in trouble for it? Like, man, quit being a little bitch. You're in the wrong. Yeah. And he basically snitched out all these other YouTubers is all he did. And then he started throwing up little $10, $20 Amazon codes. Like, people, like, throwing scraps to a dog. Yeah, I mean, like, once that code's used anyway from the first couple people watching it, I mean... They ain't going to be able to use it anyway. No. I mean, it's like you got to be sitting there and really quickly type it in. Yeah. And, but I'm going to tell you all, this is what you get for making these douchebags famous. Oh, yeah. This is, this is what it is. I mean, this is ridiculous, guys. Stop letting these idiots become famous, man. I'm telling you, this is what you're going to get, guys. And I get it. They got a young audience. But, guys, these are not the type of people you want to be out there in the public eye like this. They don't give a shit about you. They care about money and getting those views. They don't care who they got to shit on to get there. That's just how they are. And with the Shane Dawson thing with Jake Paul, I just think it's funny because it's almost like he tried to good guy Jake Paul. Yeah. And I think a lot of people fell for it, and then something like this yeah. happens. Yeah, and uh, one thing that, you know, everybody's, you know, theorizing is, the reason they were able to win all this good stuff is because, you know, they probably went off, gave them an account that gave yep. them better odds to win stuff. Yep. And, you know. Or they, a video. Yeah. They probably gave them the video. Yeah. So, I mean, they went off. They got all this good stuff. And uh, some of the, you know, smaller channels that did it, like, whenever they'd sit there and win, like, a $600 pair of shoes. I mean, for one, why the hell would you spend that much on shoes? Yeah. And then, um, side that's a little side note, but... They're sitting there and they're like, "This can't be real." Yeah. They're 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 skeptical as fuck about it, and you know a lot like you said, a lot of people's having trouble with shipping. They're like two months waiting on their ship for like two months. Well, hell, even Rice Gum and Jake Paul were. They were like, "Oh, at first I thought this was a scam," yeah. and H uh, three's like, "Well, then why would you be oh, promoting yeah. this?" And that's because what they did is they got a nice little you know deal with them, making you know six figures on it just to make a damn ten minute video of you clowning around like you always do yeah I, I i don't know this this right here really angered me especially roscon's little bullshit apology I, I i i wish these two guys would just be off the fucking platform and you know roscom over here calling people irrelevant it looks like to me like he's just getting desperate oh, like yeah. he's looking for anything because you know a lot of his videos lately ain't been that neither one of them been getting oh, as no. much views as they oh, used no, to yeah. like, like a year ago they were bringing in like three four million views a video now it's maybe they might break a million maybe if yeah, roscom lucky. hasn't man i don't know I, that kid brought it on himself they I all have I, jake paul too and 
Yeah, like I said, man, I, I really think a lot of people would have been on Jake Paul's side. I think he, he gained a lot of people back, and then now, now, nope. Hey, they do. It's just like every time you give them a chance, they do something they, they, fucking yeah, dumb. Yeah, they do. They they gotta go off and you know let their inner douchebag, well, inner hell outer too. They both look like two douchebags. They let that shit come out. Yeah. And you know, you know, just makes them show you know how much the reason why we didn't like them in the first damn place. Yeah. All right, guys. If uh, you followed this story, let us know your take on it. I mean, you know, like I said, I think these kids right here, we have got to get these guys off the platform, get some more respectable people up, the ones that have grinded and will appreciate the platform when they make it. I, I just cannot stand these entitled little sissy-ass bitch punks that come on oh, yeah. here and just think, oh, God. And just, you know, they just don't, they don't care, man. They're just there to make money. Yeah. They don't care who they got a shit on to get there. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 36, 2019. As always, like and follow all of our social media pages. We'd like to thank you all for tuning in for another episode. Letty, I thought it was a good episode. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed this episode, man. Yeah. You hear, the, you hear the kids? They're hyped. So we're episode 36. Once again, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is Podcast Greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Peace. Peace.